This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. The 28th of October to the 3rd of November marks World Stroke Week. And as South Africans, we are encouraged to commemorate the World Stroke Week by raising awareness about the symptoms of stroke and the importance of taking treatments for recovery. And according to the Heart and Stroke Foundation of South Africa, strokes are increasingly becoming a public health challenge because they cause death and disability globally, claiming nearly 70 lives daily in South Africa. And stroke can affect people in many different ways. Uh, When patients are cared for, uh, when patients are supported and attend rehabilitation uh, programs, the negative impacts of strokes uh, can be minimized. And knowing the signs of stroke and seeking immediate medical help can also improve the outcome of uh, the stroke condition. Now, for more on this, we are joined by Dr. Shoki Ramawa. She is a medical vets uh, university graduate, a former medical intern doctor at uh, Chris Hani Baragwanath Academic Hospital, and currently a medical officer at uh, Sishihu Hospital. Good morning, Dr. Shoki. Thank you so much for joining us. Morning, Thank you for the opportunity. Good morning, Now, a, a stroke can negatively affect and impact an individual's lives. And according to the Heart and Federation South Africa, strokes are increasingly becoming a public challenge with uh, thousands of uh, people affected annually. What causes stroke? Okay, we'll just start with um, explaining what stroke is. Uh, Stroke is basically an interruption to the blood supply to a specific um, part of the brain which results in neurological impairment. So the main causes of stroke would be um, severely high blood pressure. It's been seen that most of the time when people present with stroke, there's been a background of um, high blood pressure. Other causes would be diabetes, heart disease such as um, atrial fibrillation. There's also some underlying genetic causes, um, such as um, uh, uh, changes to, to to the blood vessels, such as the muscles of the blood vessels. Um, other causes would be uh, things like uh, aneurysm, which is like a dilatation in the blood wall, um, blood vessel wall, and also arterial venous malformations, which also includes diseases of the blood vessels that supply the brain. And as much as it is important to seek medical help, uh, to go for checkups and maintain a healthy lifestyle, are there any signs and warning prior to the attack? So the main signs and symptoms of um, stroke would be sudden weakness, can either be the face, the arms or the legs, um, sudden disturbances in, 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 in vision, it can be both eyes or just one eye, um, sudden inter- uh, disturbance in speech, sudden um, loss of touch, um, sudden trouble walking, sudden dizziness, loss of balance, um, to name a few. And according to uh, disease control and prevention, the type of stroke that affect thousands of people annually. 
uh, 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 the are uh, three of them. May you please uh, tell us about the three main types of strokes that attack majority of people? So the main type of stroke, well, the first one, the most common one would be what we call ischemic stroke. And um, that means um, cut off to the blood supply to the brain due to inclusion in the blood vessel. Um, so that, that, that occlusion can either be caused by what we call a thrombus, which is just collection of a blood clot in the wall of the vessel, or it can be caused by an embolus. Embolus means that that clot has dislodged from somewhere else, that it can be the neck or the heart, and then causes that occlusion. The other type we call, uh, we call it um, hemorrhagic stroke. These ones involve um, rupture of the blood vessels to the, to the brain, which eventually results in disruption of blood oxygen supply to the brain because of the accumulation of the blood in the brain. The last um, type was what we call TIA, uh, transient ischemic um, stroke. Uh, we also call them mini attacks, uh, mini strokes or warning strokes. Um, so the full name is transient ischemic attack, and this involves um, stroke symptoms that usually resolve within um, 24 hours, and that's usually because that clot either dislodges or, or dissolves, and then the symptoms resolve eventually. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. And out of the three types of strokes that you've mentioned, uh, transient, transient rather uh, ischemic attack is said to be either a, a mini stroke. Are there any early signs and warning that we shouldn't ignore prior to the main attack? And the follow-up question would be, uh, are the symptoms the same or do they depend on the type of stroke? So, transient ischemic attack, the symptoms are similar to um, the common stroke. It's just it's a less severe stroke. So, the, the symptoms that I've mentioned before, such as sudden weakness, visual disturbances, speech impairment, mm. um, and these usually resolve. It's usually a very subtle form of stroke, short uh, term symptoms that I experience, and they resolve within 24 hours. But um, the TIA can eventually result in a full blown stroke. Mm-hmm. And, and, and prevention is better than a cure. Uh, th- this principle uh, applies in every health aspect of our life. As soon as I start experiencing the symptoms, what are the steps to take? As soon as I start experiencing the dizziness that you've mentioned, as soon as I start experiencing uh, the, the loss when it comes to my sight and other symptoms, what are the steps to take? So, uh, stroke is actually a me- medical emergency. Um, time is brain because um, the longer the period of, of um, cut off of blood supply to the, to the brain, the, the worse the symptoms. So, the first thing would be to seek emergency house. Um, if if you, you have a doctor that the closest doctor that's nearby, I'll go there. Um, but also, you can just confirm those symptoms and you're sure they're experiencing a stroke. I'll just advise that someone go straight to the hospital um, to get help, and then there'll be a further referral if need be to either a stroke unit. But the first thing would be to, to seek medical help, call an ambulance, go to your nearest GP, your nearest hospital.
And like any other non-communicable diseases, uh, many strokes can be prevented through various healthy lifestyle changes and maintaining my health condition. What are some of the healthy lifestyle habits that I can introduce or implement uh, to to make sure that I minimize the chances of being attacked by uh, a stroke? So the main risk factors of stroke uh, include obesity. So the first thing would be to uh, advise on um, exercise. We advise healthy eating, um, rehydration, cut off of salty food, cut off of um, um, sugar. The other one of the risks that we mentioned against diabetes, so cutting off on that. Um, the other Risk factors include excessive alcohol intake, excessive smoking, so we advise reduction of smoking and alcohol. Um, those are the main ones mm. that I would advise in terms of prevention, mm. so it's more of lifestyle modification. And, and Dr. Shoki, who is more prone to uh, a stroke attack? Does it depend on age, perhaps? Okay, so the risk factors, age is one of them. Um, so it's, it's not clear cut, but studies show that um, in terms of your younger age, men are more likely to be affected by stroke than women. Um, we do know that stroke usually occurs in um, the later stages of life, so from the, like the age of 40. Um, it's also been said that it looks like women, young women, have a protective. Um, mechanism uh, against stroke. So I'd, I'd assume that say that from menopause after menopause that the chances of women being affected by stroke increases and that's most likely related to estrogen. So at a younger age men are more likely to be affected and then women might at a much later age but generally from the age of 40 that's where stroke is most common. The other risk that we um, we haven't uh, touched on would be stroke can be um, hereditary. So, in terms of if if there's like some genetic causes, like I mentioned, malformations to the blood vessels of the brain or malformation to to the muscle muscle structure, those predisposing uh, factors can be inherited in the family. The other risk factors of um, stroke, which we've mentioned, would be like uh, lifestyle-related risks, such as heavy smoking, heart diseases that run in the family can result in stroke later. Mm. And the National Stroke Association has recommended the FAST, which is the FAST method, to help identify the warning signs of uh, a stroke. Tell us about that. Okay, so um, the FASP that you first, um, it gives letters that help us to spot symptoms of stroke and therefore act accordingly. So F stands for phage grouping, and that is, that is, that means um, basically um, changes in the muscles of the face. So if you ask someone to smile or show their teeth, you can just see that the other side, usually one side. Is, 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 is no muscle symmetry. Um, and then the A stands for arm, 
um, I'm drip. So that that's when you ask someone to lift up the the arms in the air, and then if the one arm drifts or drops while the other arm stays, that just shows you that the one side is it's likely to be affected by stroke more than the other side. And then the the other the F stands for speech impairment. So if you you ask someone to say a sentence, you do recognize that there's like slurring of speech, which can be a sign of stroke. And then that T basically stands for time to seek emergency help. So you say time is green when it comes to stroke. Mm, all right. No, well, well understood. And I've had um, conversations with my peers um, uh, uh, a week ago, and one of them mentioned that uh, when a family member get um, attacked by a stroke, uh, this uh, increases the chances of the next generation to be attacked. Is it is this a myth or is this a fact? Okay, so we've touched on a few reasons why stroke can be inherited. So number one cause is said heart disease or stuff like atrial fibrillation, which means um abnormal heart rhythm. So heart disease can be inherited. So if that's a risk then it can eventually result in stroke. The other risk that was mentioned would be um genetic disorders of, of the blood vessels, so abnormal blood vessel formation in the brain. Those can be inherited and therefore result in stroke. So the main thing there would be to look at the risks. So whatever my family, whatever risks that my family is exposed to, if I continue in that the same habits, I'm likely to develop mm. a stroke. So in terms of obesity, that's just being um, the family, smoking habits, excessive alcohol habits can result in stroke. So it's just something to look out to. It has been shown that if a certain family member has had stroke, we do see the next generation sometimes developing stroke. So it is possible. Mm. And is it a a curable disease? And what are the chances of recovery when an individual is attacked or affected by stroke? So I think it depends. We have seen some patients recovering from stroke, but it depends on those the, the, the event, so the type of stroke, the, the, the part of the brain that's affected, the amount of damage, the severity of the stroke, um, the age of that person, mm. an elderly person, obviously chances of them um, recovering faster, it, it, it won't be the same, especially if there are other underlying comorbidities involved. Also, the therapy, the amount of treatment, the amount of rehabilitation um, determines the recovery. So it, it depends on those factors. Mm. And Dr. Shoki, the access to quality health care is still a challenge in South Africa, and that can negatively pose uh, a challenge to people who are prone to uh, the stroke attack or the stroke disease. Are there any or are there enough health facilities that deal with uh, the overwhelming scourge of patients attacked by stroke? And how affordable uh, are they? So this is a, a cheeky one. Um, mm. 
usually with stroke, we there's, there's what we call stroke units. Um, I'm not sure how many of those do we have in South Africa and how available are they in public and private. Um, but what we have now is obviously hospitals in, in, in public and in private. We recommend that one goes to tertiary hospitals because that's where, where we have the facilities to manage a stroke in terms of investigation. Sometimes we need things like CT scans. So tertiary hospitals are preferred. But I was, I was just looking up on stroke units in South Africa, and I, I couldn't get much. Um, I spotted one in TZN, which is a private medicare. But it, it doesn't seem like we have a lot of those. I guess there's still more need for investigation there. But at the moment, the first thing would be to to go to a hospital and, mm-hmm. yeah all right well uh, um well explained dr shoki and as i mentioned earlier on that uh the 28th of october which is today up until the 3rd of november uh it marks a world stroke week and as a health practitioner or health expert what do you advise people to learn from this period okay so we most of us have family members or we know friends or other people that family members have been affected by stroke is very common. Um, we, we mentioned the statistics of, 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 of stroke in, in the day. There's just so many people that are affected by stroke and the comorbidities or the mortality and mobility, it doesn't look good at all. So I would first thing advise from what we've spoken about be able to detect the symptoms, signs and symptoms of stroke. We spoke about trust, so changes in, in, in speech, changes in weakness of walking, of, of, of the face, of the arms. Um, and once we've picked up those symptoms, seek emergency help. We call an ambulance, uh, rush to the nearest available hospital. But also, prevention of care, as we've mentioned, let's stay healthy, let's um, eat healthy, let's exercise, let's take care of the elderly, because those, those are the people that are more prone to stroke. Let's, let's take care of the children, children can also be affected by stroke. And we've seen that um, the chances of a secondary stroke are very high once someone has had a stroke before. So let's prevent secondary um, occurrence of, 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 of again occurrence of stroke by um, avoiding those perspectives and keeping healthy and yeah, let's create more awareness with mm. the education mm. and yeah. Dr. Shoki Ramawa, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, and uh, thank you so much for joining us right here on Vow FM 88.1. Thank you so much. All right, that was uh, Dr. Shoki Ramawa joining us on the show to talk to us more about uh, the stroke attack as we uh, commemorate and uh, raise awareness about the symptoms of stroke 
and the importance of taking treatments for recovery. And uh, if you just are tuned in right now, the 28th of October, which is today up until the 3rd of November, marks World Stroke Week. And we are encouraged to commemorate and uh, also raise awareness and educate each other about the stroke condition. Uh, for more on this, in case you missed out the interview or you just tuned in right now, we'll make sure that we uh, podcast this interview and you'll get to listen to it anytime. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. Or stream by www.vafm.co.za.